0: Set your phasers to sexy
1: Hey you Reading comic books Like the way
2: you look Like the way you
3: Welcome, loyal listeners, to another episode of True North Nerds. Yay!
2: Yay! This week... I didn't know uh, NDA because that nerd went on very long.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this week, we are going to take a look at Black Adam, Ooh. starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Pardon me wonders if he's actually changed his middle name to The Rock. Um, and uh, Pierce Brosnan and a bunch of other people. <laughs> yeah. But before that, we have Kevin. Hi. We have Jen. Hey.
1: Or
2: Julie.
1: Oh, there she is.
3: <laughs> I think Jen. You guys and are, I on I are, are on
1: a on serious a a lag. <laughs> oh boy, here we go, kids. Well, that'll be Curves. fun. Yay, I'm here too
3: And Ryan's here That's me Uh, Ryan
1: Yes What's in
3: the news this week?
1: Okay, what's in the news? Um Let's start off with some Marvel rumors Speculation Ah So we got our first successful Marvel special presentation Mm Mm-hmm And we got a Mm -hmm. a trailer for the next one, so that's that's a good, we're going there. It looks Um, so good! It was a fun trailer. We're not there yet, we're not there yet, so hold on to those thoughts. Uh, A lot of speculation, a lot of talk right now is that we're going to get a Silver Surfer special presentation before we get a Fantastic Four movie as a way of introducing... Yeah, a customer brought that up brought that up at the store today and i hadn't even heard about it oh well because you hadn't heard the news yet that's why no the, the, this was yeah being talked about uh probably on the weekend early uh end of last week early this week um this was this was hitting the news but um yeah so it's kind of be like you know the surfer traveling through space at the behest of his master galactus like so it's when him him working for galactus Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it might be actually a good idea to show his origin and how he goes into, you know, to have that be a special presentation, see him becoming uh, the herald of Galactus in the first place. But either way, with you know, if it's him and his struggle like finding a planet, you know, and all dealing with all that before we, you know, as a way to introduce both characters, uh, I think that'd be really good, uh, you know, really good hmm
3: who do you have uh do the voice of the surfer
1: oh i haven't even put any thought into that yet you, have you thought have you cast him well doug jones um, was the silver no surfer but
4: in the in the old ff movies right
3: he was the physical uh surfer it was mm. uh lawrence Fishburne was the voice Oh, because I think I think that was the um, I saw a thing with Doug Jones, and I think that's the last time that he allowed himself to be dubbed over. Other other than uh, like and Hellboy, two, he was supposed to be. But uh, what's his name? Uh, The dude who plays Niles from uh, Frasier decided to to back out. And the funny part was, is nobody even really noticed (laughs)
1: Yep.
2: Weird Al should do the voice of Silver Surfer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he should be like this.
2: <laughs>
1: He's
3: already Dark Side, so.
4: Yeah. I had a thought while watching the trailer for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, which aired before I saw Black Adam the other day, and it, it just sort of struck me that. Wow, there's a lot of Fantastic Four elements already in this movie. Like, Black Panther debuted in a Fantastic Four ep- issue. Um, Namor, Namor's big comeback was in Fantastic Four. I wonder if there will be any seeds of the Fantastic Four in this Black Panther movie.
2: Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or am will be a good I just uh, after my
3: credit scene. Hmm. It, could, it could be. Um, I, the only thing is, is they haven't announced any of the cast members for fantastic four.
0: No. So
3: it's, it, it would be a big surprise. Like it wouldn't be the first time that, uh, they've done that, but, uh, see what's the space as star Fox and, uh, eternals. Like yeah. nobody knew that was coming, but. Uh, and, and
4: I'm not saying it even has to be the actors. There could just be an announcement somewhere of a, of a spaceship testing a new, you know, some new scientific group. The Baxter Foundation's mm. uh, launch is going to happen soon, or you know, something like that. Or
2: it could be just a background thing where the Baxter Foundation buys the Avengers Tower and there's a a B on it instead of the A, or something like that.
1: Interesting. Or a disagreed. It was a big flaming <laughs> four in the sky.
2: It
1: was yeah. just a bit of a thought. Yep. Ah. I, I,
3: I, you're, I don't think you're far off I, I think it really depends on how far along they are with stuff to do with that FF movie because right. I think like the last thing they kind of want right now is what's going on with Blade you know like they, they're, they've kind of now stuck themselves in a corner with an actor who may or may not be there when they get to the actual movie part but We'll, we'll see. Yeah.
1: Next. next. Next was um Adam Driver has reportedly met with Marvel Studios for a role in the upcoming Fantastic Four film.
4: Hmm. Hmm. Adam Driver, known for playing noted characters who wear masks. Who could he be in a Fantastic <laughs> Four film?
1: The thing? I, I... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean,
3: yeah. Well, he he, <laughs> did, he did get really beefy for that, which is the is it the second movie where we see him with
1: that a shirt? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
3: Um so I will throw this out there and I don't uh, like I like Adam Driver as an actor. I I think he's quite good. Mm-hmm. I, I like the Miss Kylo Ren. I don't th- th- want him as Doom because you'll automatically make those comparisons to Kylo Ren. Yeah, cuz mm-hmm. because like they're all kind of there and I I'd kind of like somebody else. Could he be he, Reed? Maybe Richards? he's
2: going to play the human church.
3: Um, yeah, maybe. I honestly if he was meeting for the thing, that wouldn't be the world's worst idea.
4: What about maybe Reed? Be, I he could be Reed. No? Yeah, I guess.
2: No, John Krasinski has to be Reed.
1: Maybe he'll be the mole man. Maybe he'll be the robot. Oh, there you go. Herbie. He's the voice of Herbie. <laughs> uh,
3: and, and you get like, I didn't, I don't know. Like, especially if like, if Doom ever meets up with Thunderbolt Ross. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. I I don't think it's a, a horrible casting. I just think like ah, uh, we've we've seen this dude kind of do this part before.
1: Uh and so sticking in Marvel, we got our first look at Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, ant man.
1: That was a very colorful trailer. Was. Yes.
4: And I loved how they how they never showed us Kang's face it was Just sort of. We all know who this guy is They, they the show end, you Kang's they? face yeah. yeah It was very brief at the end. They did. Yeah
3: he's got like He even has like scarring Where the, the lines on Kang's face Goes And like you also saw him with the helmet on Like that's, that's one of the things I kind of Liked about it is their first Real look at like Kind of classic Kang
2: So is Ant-Man going to be
1: on Kang's side? Good question. We'll have another Civil War? Well, I don't think it'll be a Civil War, but more of a, he's, you know, maybe manipulated by Kang and this thing to get them out, not knowing what he's doing.
3: I think it's a deal with the devil kind of situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, Kang isn't really, uh, so far... uh, Kang hasn't really proven himself to be a villain. He's because we've only seen him in Loki. And basically he was just like, I'm trying to keep the timeline in the right way. Yeah. And then when it's and not, that's a
3: different Kang. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. So we honestly haven't even seen like for somebody who's never doesn't know anything about Kang other than the Loki, the Loki show. Like he's not a villain <laughs> yet.
3: Yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Good trailer, though. Very yes, good very good of Elton John on it.
4: Oh, yeah, yes. I loved, loved that version of the song that they did. And I love uh, that Michelle Pfeiffer really took the lead in this episode, in this trailer, too. I felt like she's, uh, she's going to be very important, I think.
1: Well, yeah, and that would make sense, because she's the one that has the experience oh, yeah. in the quantum yeah. zone. Yeah.
3: And I'm very curious why it is she uh, is uh, sort of hiding in the trailer. Like, -hmm. like as they're going through, she covers her face and stuff. And is it it because, like, somebody bad is the ruler down there? Or is it she had to do some very bad things in order to survive? Yeah. Good questions. Which we will get answers to next year.
1: Yep. And then after that we got the first look at the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all what I
2: was expecting that was going to be about.
3: <laughs> no. I I would have never guessed that the like the main plot of this tra- of this Christmas special is that Drax and Mantis ki- are kidnapping Kevin Bacon in order to cheer up Star-Lord.
1: I know now, it's f- awesome. <laughs> We're assuming that's the main story, but it may not be when like the that main true. story is putting on a Christmas, movie. them is them trying to do a Christmas thing. But we could see them all doing their own thing to try to, you know, it could be like three or four side stories, and it's just this is one of them is them trying to get Kevin Bacon for him for Christmas. <laughs>
2: uh, if it is, that's going to be the awesomest side story, or is yes. it? <laughs>
3: And I guess this this definitely answers the question of like, I'm I'm not positive, but I seem to remember like we reported a while ago on the rumors that they were talking to Kevin Bacon for a role in the MCU, and as it turns out, Kevin Bacon is going to be playing Kevin Bacon.
2: <laughs> and Bill Murray was in that trailer too. No, nope. or was he yes, in the he was. Yes, he trailer? Was.
3: Nope. Or no, oh, sorry, he was he was in the Quantum him, yeah. Media trailer,
2: yeah, yeah. I can't remember yeah. if we watched too many Marvel trailers all at once, <laughs>
1: yes. No, he, yeah, that was, and yeah, because we knew he was cast in that movie, but we had no idea what kind of role he was gonna be playing,
3: yeah. Still don't,
1: nope. still don't. But I was like, oh, look, it's Bill Murray, kind of yeah, like when I was Stan like, Lee. oh, look,
2: it's Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> And he's a Time Lord and he's regenerated his
1: regenerated as Bill Murray. It's over. Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so sticking around the Guardians' uh, vicinity, we got some James Gunn news this week. Oh, did we ever? Oh, yeah.
2: DC finally got its act together,
1: sort yeah. of. So it's got. DC has announced James Gunn and Peter Safran. Uh, As co-chair and co-CEO of DC Studios.
2: DC was Uh, like, I can't figure out why just randomly throwing shit against the wall is not working for us. Maybe we need somebody to coordinate things.
3: (laughs) Somebody who maybe (laughs) actually kind of likes this stuff.
1: Yeah. So they kind yeah. of had a few people. Like there was clearly somebody that only really renamed it from the DC studios and all that. But so clearly before that, there was somebody in charge of their movie side, but it was not the right person. It wasn't someone doing like the Kevin Feige role, which is what this will be like. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, James Gunn is in charge of, he'll be overseeing creative and Safran will be focusing on the business and production end of things. Mm. So they're each playing to their strengths, which, which I mean is, is good because I think most of the DC
2: movies, at least that I've enjoyed, have been the ones that James Gunn has done, basically Suicide Squad.
3: <laughs> and the other ones that you've enjoyed are produced by the guy who is the other side of things.
0: Yeah, he produced oh,
3: Aquaman. He did. He did uh, Suicide Squad. Or sorry, the Suicide Squad. He did Shazam. Like I so wasn't a huge fan
2: of Aquaman. Other than Jason Momoa. But really, I didn't have to see the movie for that. I could have just found pictures. <laughs> <laughs> the movie itself, I wasn't a huge fan of. Hmm. But yes, I all the
4: other ones. Sh- I love Shazam. Uh, that was, I love that Shazam, was my too. Favorite.
3: And uh, yeah, I think that I think it's a good idea to have like you have like the business side of things in this team and you also have the creative side and like just on paper james gunn is also very good at delivering movies like on budget on time and like can work within this big studio thing and still get really creative and weird
2: Mm -hmm. i think that's what dc needs to do is explore its more weird side instead of its hey, let's make another Batman movie side. Or, oh, you know what? Instead of a Batman movie, let's make a Superman movie. haven't done that in five minutes. I'm trying
4: to think of weird DC characters that he could make films out of. Um,
3: Even if he's not, like, making movies himself, like, if he is sort of the, like, the creative director, or at least the link, honestly, with him at the helm... I'm much more interested in, and we'll probably get into this a little bit later. I'm much more interested in another Superman movie from DC now Mm -hmm. because it has the potential of being, you know, like a Superman
4: movie. Yeah. I would love to see something. Oh, sorry. I, I would love to see something that recognizes the legacy of DC, the legacy characters of DC. So, you know, and I think, that uh I know, this we're we're pre gaming here about Black Adam, but I think having the Justice Society in that film is a nice step towards that. um Towards that, so if we could show some legacy, like maybe do a an All Star Squadron movie or something, something set in the during the war.
3: Yeah.
2: See and like, and for me for me I'm just like I I appreciate it when DC works a bit more on characterization and humor and interactions between characters instead of I'm powerful and can smash things. No, I'm powerful and can smash things.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I like my first go-to. I don't think you do. And I'll explain to you. If I had my druthers, I would have James Gunn heading up a Legion of superheroes movie.
0: <laughs> Cause it's, it's the right that.
3: mix of like superheroes and just like, weird, wacky shit that we know he likes. Yeah. Uh, The only problem is, is he's kind of already done that with Guardians. Like, I I think even he would be like, well, I'd just be kind of repeating myself a little bit. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he couldn't get somebody else to do it. Yeah. (laughs) And like kind of shepherd that a little bit. I think whatever he did, if he, he takes on something personally, out of the DCU, as opposed to just sort of shepherding it like how Kevin Feige's done, like if he actually directs something, I think it's going to be something like completely out of left field that n- we really haven't thought of.
1: Here's so open. with all that said, I uh, got a few more news. That would
2: what, have been a good segue into the review.
1: <laughs> no. Well, you guys jumped the gun on all that. We did. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it is official. After everything that came came out, and before we get into all that other stuff. Uh, okay, but, so maybe we
3: should do spoiler warnings for Black Adam now. If you're going into the story that I think you're going into.
1: Well, it's not has nothing to do with that movie, but it is all over. He it's all over the place. So, oh, okay. He, he 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 put it out in his personal Instagram. Uh but Henry Cavill is back as Superman. They have he, it's official. Yay. He will be doing another Superman movie eventually. Um, Yay! but yes, he put out an Instagram post and the Rock's been talking you know, the the Rock kept hinting at it and so Superman is back and it is Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Yay.
2: You mean Henry Cavill is back in it as Superman?
1: Either way. Yeah, that's true Which is good I I think
3: for all my critiques About the DC Film universe And the Superman movies they've made I, I've never thought he Was a bad Superman Or couldn't be a great Superman I just think that they weren't Focused on Superman
1: Yeah Yeah.
2: Like should... The movie where he died And I totally forgot that he died
1: the the issues with those movies that he's been in were never him no no. Uh, two more things Uh, the comic book Geiger uh, written by uh, Jeff Johns and drawn by uh, Gary Frank uh, has been picked up and will be coming to a small screen near you eventually like every other comic book that's creator owned. nowadays. Yep. That for a squirrel girl. God it's, damn it, make a squirrel girl movie. Because that's not a creator owned. Oh, I
2: don't that's care. A, make a, a squirrel girl
1: movie owned. anyway. That'll be a special presentation.
2: All right, I'll take it.
1: <laughs> and so a little bit of Star Wars news I got. So there's <laughs> which is this one I read this one, this one news and then followed up with the actual another news story. So here, so there's rumors that uh the next Star Wars film that is being developed is being developed by Damon Lindel, Lindelhoff. Uh, he's uh, to, to be the writer with Sharpen. Oh wow! I'm not even going to try this last name. Uh, he was the guy. He, he was involved in Miss Marvel. Uh, he's going to be directed, possibly, in talk to direct this next Star Wars movie. Uh, now, so that's the rumor that's out there. But then there was also a nice, uh, an interesting news story out. Talking about how um, what's what's the woman Kennedy? What's her first name? The one in charge of Star Wars now. Oh, Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy. Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy. Sounds like she kind of got her hand slapped by Disney, oh, and yeah? has and has been told she's not allowed to to announce Star Wars movies ahead of time anymore, oh. because there's been too many of them that have been announced and have now been scrapped <laughs> for whatever reason. So, it's pretty much, they're not going to be announcing any Star Wars movies, it sounds like, until they're, like, ready to go. Like, ready to start actually start working on them. At hmm. least nothing official. Because, yeah, there's just been... Yeah, if you look at it, well, with how many? There's, what, three or four now that have been announced and, and nothing's happened with? the The yeah. Ryan the Johnson uh, uh, the movies... The, there was the um, There was the Game of Thrones guys films. The Game of Thrones Guys films, the the um the one the woman director films. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that one's a, still on TV the
2: books. Still isn't going
1: it? On? it
3: is a uh, it is still on the books, but it has been it is off the calendar, so they do not have a start date for it at all or a release date. Like the, it got removed and they said it's still being worked on. But that usually means that, like, it's being retooled a little bit, and they're uh, also not quite sure what's going on.
2: Is Taika Waititi's Star Wars still going on?
1: Well, it's another one that's rumors only. Oh. Or, well, it got an, it that, got announced because it, it, that yeah. was officially announced. Yeah, because
2: yeah, that then was he part asked of the Natalie Portman. <laughs>
3: Yes, Natalie like- Portman oh. if she had if she'd be interested in being in a Star Wars movie. Yes. And then I mean, so she like, replied yeah. back, I was in three.
1: Yes. <laughs> um do scanning my notes. Um I guess that's it for my notes. Anybody else got anything?
4: Not that I can think
3: of. Uh, Are we not going to talk about the Doctor Who thing? I would have thought you two would have been all over that.
4: (laughs) We should talk about Doctor Who. Um, But that's not in the news. We should be doing Doctor Who stuff. No, there's Doctor Who news.
1: Oh, is there? Okay. Yes.
4: Yes. So the big Doctor Who news that came out after the episode aired is that Going forward, outside of the UK, Doctor Who will be streamed exclusively on Disney Plus. Huh. yes, but we don't know if that counts in Canada or not. damn! Everything I have read says outside of the UK, it will be on Disney Plus. I think that means that Bell Media has lost the rights to Doctor Who. Hmm.
2: As of we already have
1: Disney on Crave. Yeah, because it's all on Crave right now. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but uh, I, think it, uh, I think that I think that it'll be gone from Crave eventually.
3: Yeah, the there is also further like now this goes into a little bit of the rumor category, but the the second part of the story that seems to have come out today is that as part of the deal, Disney is poning out money to help like produce the shows.
4: Well, you know the show is no longer being produced by the BBC. Did you know that? Yeah,
3: because, yeah, they, I think you had it as a news item a while ago. Yeah. that it, it's It's been spun off into kind of its own little company, right? Right.
4: Bad Wolf, the company, it was the production company of Russell T. Davies, who was the showrunner who brought Doctor Who back, is now the company that that is totally in charge of Doctor Who. Now, I think the BBC still has first rights to airing the show, but I don't know how much money they put up anymore because um, Bad Wolf is now uh, in charge, totally in charge of Doctor Who, which means that we could get like a, a Doctor Who cinematic universe. I'm expecting spin-offs and new series. We could even get new stories with old doctors, There's lots of possibilities for what's coming uh, ahead with Doctor Who. Um, But we won't know until next year because we're not getting a Christmas special this year. And they have said the next Doctor Who episode will air in 2023. Uh, Which is fitting because 2023 is the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. It doesn't feel like it's been that long since the 50th. But next Mm. year is the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. So... Uh, did did we want to talk about the Doctor Who episode at all? The Power of
2: the Doctor that aired last week. No, so, uh, no okay. spoilers. Okay. <laughs> I still need to watch like three seasons.
3: <laughs> okay. I think I think what we should do is at some point uh, Ryan and uh, Kevin should do a. Uh, side episode without us to catch. I mean
2: if you want I can just take off my headphone phone and you guys can talk all you want And then just message me to put them back on Again when you're done Okay. No
3: to, to, it, we got we Kind of got to get going and uh, do the Black Adam I,
4: stuff I just want to ask Jen How much do you know about this last Episode of Doctor Who um,
2: David Tennant comes back <laughs> And what do, Okay so that's, that's it so That's all you know <laughs> I don't know how or why or, or when or anything like that.
4: Okay. All right. Those weren't the magic words I was hoping to hear. Okay. Uh, uh, so Sorry.
2: Th- there <laughs> was,
4: if you had said something else, I may have, I may have gone into more detail, uh, but you haven't. So I will uh, keep my mouth shut and we will talk about Doctor Who at a later time.
2: <laughs> Yay. One of these days I'll finish watching it, I swear.
3: <laughs> um i i have a little bit uh not to step on uh, ryan's other shows to- toes but i have a little bit of uh toy news that uh also goes into a little bit of an area for uh for kevin too oh not that i think he's going to get into these because it would be expensive
4: oh uh, yeah i don't need anything expensive
3: so uh, Super 7, uh, a company that does toys the, that uh, I enjoy but tend to be a little bit on the pricey side, announced this week that they are doing a run of what they call their Ultimate Waves. These are like seven-inch figures of Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh. So like lots of accessories, multiple heads. Um, they're, by the looks of it, so, the interesting thing about Super 7 is when they do these, they uh, d- they have a nice combination of, you know, like, your must-get figures and, like, thinking outside of the box a bit figures.
1: Your deep cuts.
3: Yeah. So, like, for the Simpsons line, for instance, uh, they- I don't think they've done, like, a standard homer. Mm -hmm. But they've done like Homer in space, like the the astronaut episode. So uh, they're they're going a little bit more standard with this first wave, but you get Data, Riker, Guinan, Mm -hmm. and Locutus of Borg.
4: Ooh!
3: And they're like these are really cool looking figures. Uh, I'm looking at the accessories right now for Data. And it's pretty awesome He's got um, His alternate head has the I don't know what you would call it um, But like the the poker hat
2: Oh the visor
3: Yeah like the, like the sun visor Kind of thing mm-hmm. that he wears during the Poker games he has a hand That has like dealt cards In it he comes with a violin uh, A phaser which makes Sense and he comes with spot ah! mm. Guinan comes with like a bunch like a bunch of bar stuff and a phaser. Oh, Riker comes with a trombone. Ah. <laughs> nice. And a mute for the trombone. Oh, and to, and to make sure that I guess you can eventually you'll be able to make the whole poker set. Riker also comes with a hand that has a, a oh. hand of cards in it. I
1: was wondering that's about cool. that.
2: That's, you yeah, could just yeah. set up the poker game.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yeah. they come
4: with multiple heads.
3: Yeah. So Riker's like got smirky? kind of like a. Yeah, he's got kind of a smirky head.
4: It's like a hey, how are you, babe? Kind of head.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised the uh, trombone comes with a separate mute
4: piece for it. What is the the little baby Picard that's in the Riker set?
3: I you know, I was going to ask you because <gasps> it it jars memories for me, but I can't. Specifically, place it. I
2: don't recall is it, that is either. Is it from Picard Day? No, it's cute. I'm looking up the pictures now too. <laughs>
4: so these are priced. Oh, it's ad. a Captain Picard Day doll, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, okay.
2: Hey, I was right.
3: <laughs> and these are 55 US. So mm. they'll like where you get them. They'll probably run about 70, 80 bucks. Mm. But, uh like, it, that's cool, though. Like, uh, it's been a while since Star Trek has had, like, a decent scaled set of figures.
4: Yeah.
2: And, and Kevin, <laughs> if it makes you feel better, you could probably get away with just having Locutus or just having one of them, and then you don't have to buy the rest of them. Unless you want to make the whole. No, um, if I'm getting one, I'm getting set. them all. Unless you want to get the whole, po- I was trying to save you some money. <laughs> but I,
4: it's it's all
2: or nothing, Jen. <laughs> so right now it's nothing.
4: Good.
3: <laughs> the good. the the good or bad thing is, as these ska- like the nice thing about the Ultimates is they all scale the same, and there are different lines of the Ultimate. So they've done Simpsons, they've done New Japan Pro Wrestling, which I've got a couple of. They've done Disney. Jen has the King John from
4: Robin Hood from that line. I love it. They,
3: <laughs>
2: like, other so,
4: ones. The the non ultimate ones, the reaction figures ones, those are nice too, and they're only twenty bucks each.
3: Oh, you can get those at Toys R Us, dude. Yeah, those are like yeah.
4: twenty six bucks uh, uh, with his rainbow sweater. Hehe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> One of the uh, the best ones they've got, Kevin or at least in my mind, one of the best ones, is I can't remember the name, but do you remember, like, the tar monster that kills uh, Yeah, I'm looking Tasha? at him right
4: now, Armus. Yeah, they've got that <laughs> in the <a> picture. <laughs> well, I have a feeling that maybe Star Trek won't be the most popular of lines, so maybe they'll go on sale eventually.
3: Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, not uh, super sevens tend to be kind of in limited quantities, yeah. so like in terms of the, the ultimate stuff. Ah, then, dang, does that they, mean
2: I can't get this Japanese vinyl bat boy? <laughs> yes, I that's what
3: it means. don't even want to know what you're talking about.
2: Oh, well, I'm no, looking at talking. their
4: Disney, I'm, I'm on their website now. I'm looking at, yeah, uh, me too. Me looking at stuff. Look at the Jessica Rabbit.
2: Wait, I want to see. Are you yeah, one of the
1: upcoming waves? Of the i'm on works. disney yeah yeah Gems king oh. john is quite nice
2: oh it's 295 dollars never mind <laughs> they have a really cool um ebenezer scrooge like uh what's oh, scrooge mcduck as Ebenezer oh. Scrooge, huh. but he's very large and almost 300 dollars us so never mind
3: so uh, to even tickle your your non-wallet for these things even more Kevin mm-hmm. Super 7 also makes uh what they deem as life-size versions of uh, the what what whatever the cat was from Lightyear ah, I okay. want it and Pinocchio.
2: I want the kitty hundred dollars <laughs> I know Yep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, uh, that it for
2: news, guys. That was a fun tangent.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes. it just came out today, and uh, like it, it sort of goes with our stuff. So,
2: yeah. Oh.
4: <laughs> if anyone out there is wondering what to buy me for Christmas, yeah, Stay here. I
1: pre-order these things for you, and say here I pre-order this for you. You'll get it next year if you're lucky. All right. I, I, did I mention on
3: this show what I want? If some one of our listeners is like super rich and wants to buy me a Christmas
1: gift, no. What did I mention that last episode? Not last episode. Oh yes, yes you did. Because <laughs> he's alive. Uh,
3: Prop store of London has uh, oh, yes. a full size Johnny, Johnny Five, and I want it so five. bad.
2: No. What are we gonna do with a full size Johnny Five?
1: What wouldn't I do? With Johnny Five? He'd be Brent's new best friend. He'd have, he'd have drinks with them and watch TV with them. Oh, yeah. That, games with them. That would become an Instagram. Yeah. Like, that would be the
3: thing that pushes me over and, like, makes me, like, do Instagram every day.
2: Oh, so, yeah. You'd have to see if at Johnny Five's alive is there. Brent and Johnny <laughs> Five on the bus. Brent and Johnny Five go to the beach. Brent and Johnny Five signing divorce papers. Did I say that out loud?
1: (laughs) Don't be jealous of Johnny Five. Brent and Johnny Five get married. (laughs) Tell you this
3: Johnny Five doesn't question me buying Johnny Five.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On
1: that note, we saw a movie. At different times in different locations mm-hmm. But we all saw it We did
3: And that movie is called Black Adam Yes it starring was Dwayne the Rock Johnson Aldous Hodge Pierce Brosnan And others uh, And others <laughs> <laughs> um, And a lot
2: of the less important characters
3: <laughs> This is uh, Okay so what was the last DC movie Before this the suicide squad okay so uh, not a bad track record then uh, in the, the recent months but okay so uh let's start with the person who would know the least about black adam and go with jen and her thoughts on the film
2: okay i, was gonna, I got distracted by big bad toy store let me just uh okay <laughs>
1: stop shopping <laughs> Give <us your>
2: attention. <laughs> i'm paying attention Um, I actually really enjoyed this movie. Um, I know absolutely nothing about Black Adam except for what I saw in the movie. Um, So there's that. I mean, I go into DC movies with fairly low expectations. Um, So it exceeded those low expectations, which is good. I liked that there was... uh, like, Kind of what I was saying before about DC movies. I liked that they were... For certain characters they were developing the characters a bit more like you could really see the uh the friendship and the history between um hawkman and and i always want to say vision but his name is what dr fate right yep yes so like you could tell that they had this this history and this past and they actually like took time to make that known without resorting to like flashbacks or we're gonna make a prequel movie about it or any of that crap um I, I liked, I actually really liked The Rock as Black Adam. He's, oh, what's a good way of saying this? I don't mean it in an insulting way, but he's good at playing kind of dumb characters. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like, he's he, he's there for the muscle, right? I mean, he, he was a wrestler, so I kind of get that. Um, and so I think that he did a good job of playing this uh, kind of hero out of nowhere um I mean I definitely have a lot of thoughts about this movie that aren't positive but those are the positive things I liked the dialogue it had some funny moments the action scenes were pretty good it didn't make me feel nauseated or like squinting because I couldn't see anything in the dark Mm -hmm. um I really liked the design of the the demon at the end uh and I really liked that whole fight at the very end with Sabat um so, yeah, I had a lot of uh, good points for that.
0: <laughs>
2: now, do you want me to go over the stuff that I disliked, or are we going to wait? <laughs> no, go for it.
3: Yeah, no, go for it. This is your total review.
2: This is my total review? Okay, so... Atom Smasher and Cyclone were completely pointless. Uh, especially Cyclone, which really bugged me, because... I really liked her costume design and I liked that there was a fee. I, I feel like she was in the movie cause they were like, Oh crap, we need to have another female in this movie. Uh... <laughs> and, and Adam Smasher, he, he was comic relief, right? Really like the whole interaction between him and Hawkman, um, was, was just comedy. But I felt like, I felt like either they shouldn't have bothered with those two or they should have, Developed them a little more and I know it's a, it's a movie and you have to contain everything Within the movie so I felt like They were kind of pointless um, <laughs> I wish that Hawkman was actually a Hawkman And not just a Batman It's like to me he was some Rich dude who has fancy toys so instead Of turning into a man bat he turned into a man Hawk and that kind of bugged me Because I like Hawkman I mean my experience With Hawkman and Girl are from Basically the animated show um, Is Hawkman even in that?
4: think
2: so eventually yeah. Anyway. yeah anyway and they were like aliens from hawk planet or whatever the hell they're from
1: and um, that's the thing there's, there's a really weird and complicated history with Hawkman and hawk girl over the different over the years and different iterations and platforms and stuff like that sometimes they're aliens sometimes they're um you know, two people that are, are meant, you know, meant to be falling in love with, with each other and with keep getting resurrected like every life they, they're meant to find each other only to die and
2: yeah. blah, blah blah. But I kind of wish that he had actual hawk wings. Um, that was just very a, a very kind of aesthetic thing, I guess. I really liked Piers Brosnan as 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 Doctor Fate, and I think he did a good job. Um, but I mean. Basically, once he put the helmet on, he was just basically CG, so... Meh. Uh, what else was I going to say? Yeah, the, the fact that and this is a DC thing that bugs me in pretty much every DC movie is that it's, like, they can't do women very well. And before you say, what about Wonder Woman? I have an argument for that, too. Um, I mean, what about I'm not... Harley Quinn? <laughs> so... get to Hatcher? Harley Quinn, too. But... Thing that bugged me in the okay, so it it didn't pass the the Bechdel test, and I don't usually use that as any kind of a a a gauge for how good a movie is because Star Wars doesn't pass that test either. But it kind of was really very noticeable in this movie that I mean, I guess what I don't even know the name of the of the mother. Like I'm sure they said her name a couple times, but like Adriana, yeah, like it's just it it bothers me a little bit that they're like the female characters are usually pushed off to the side. Um, and I mean, again, my experience with DC is limited to basically the movies. So, and and I'm talking about DC in the movies. I don't know about the comics that could be completely different, but that kind of always irks me a little bit about DC. And I mean, I know Marvel is not exactly female empowerment personified either, but to me, it's more noticeable in DC. Um, But overall, I really enjoyed this movie and I would (laughs) see it again. And uh, yeah, it it made me excited for more Shazam type movies. Oh, I also thought it was really funny that they're like, we're the Justice League. I can't say Justice League. We're the Justice Society, right? The the Justice League's got a bad reputation right now. We're we're the Society. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's what I got out of that. (laughs) But anyway, so that's my thoughts next
3: <laughs> or uh, kevin <laughs> kevin as as you're probably the person on this uh show that knows the most about these characters yes uh what did you think
4: i the justice society was my favorite part of the movie i liked them a lot um uh, yeah, I guess Cyclone and um, Adam Smasher were a bit underserved, but I took them to be the junior members of the team, right? Like I know the Justice Society is a much bigger organization than just those four people, so I took them to be sort of like the junior members who were on their first like big boy mission, right? Um, oh,
1: and we mentioned that we have to we have to acknowledge his uncle, the original oh, Yeah. Al Pratt, yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was great.
3: I want to know why they went with Henry Winkler. Like, there's got to be a story behind him getting cast.
4: Well, you know, um, the Adam, the original Golden Age Adam uh, was one of the very few in your face Jewish characters from the early days of comics. So I don't know. Does I think current Henry Winkler? just sort of telegraph fits
1: that mold
4: yeah uh, Mm. I'm an old Jewish guy
1: Um. and if you're going to try to find a way to fit Henry Henry Winkler into the DC movie universe this is uh, a perfect way Mm -hmm. I like that he
2: was like watch the suit kid it's vintage Exactly. yeah
3: Um, like I I don't disagree with it don't get me wrong I think it was cool I was just like
4: What's the story behind that? Oh, no, for sure. It just kind of came out of left field. Yeah, it was. But it was fun. It was just a nice little... I just thought it was a nice little cameo myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I I really appreciated that the setting and the sort of hero place was a Middle Eastern country, and that the people we're saving were all... um, Visibly of Middle Eastern descent, um, yes, and uh, that it w- this movie was not America centric or Euro Western European centric. It was a movie about a foreign culture. Now, <clears throat> it is a fictional foreign culture, but one with some basis in in real real societies. So I did like that our heroes. We're invaders, really. Like, the Justice Society were invaders. Now, one mark I will say against the Justice Society is when did they start taking orders from Amanda Waller? I think they're trying... I think as part of this whole DCEU debacle that's been going on since Batman v Superman, they've been trying to make Amanda Waller into the Nick Fury of the DC Universe, and there was no reason for Amanda Waller to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like... In the comics, Fate and Black Adam uh, have known each other for centuries because of reincarnation and the like, and even Hawkman. And they didn't bring that into this story at all. Hawkman uh, Hawkman, and Teth Adam and Dr. Fate all worked for the same pharaoh back in ancient Egypt. And oh,
0: neat.
4: Uh, yeah. Um, and they didn't mention that at all. It's just sort of something if you knew, you kind of knew that those three characters were linked a little bit. Um, not originally from the from the like 40s and 50s comics, but basically in like the Jeff Johns runs of the early 2000s, uh, that sort of stuff came in. So there is some fun stuff there to be mined. Um, I, I can see some points where this might go in future with sequels, uh, but we'll leave that to speculation on the next film. Hmm. But on the whole, I had a good time. Again, I go into DC movies normal like everybody else. Just sort of, okay, here we go. Let's hope it's good. And I came out entertained. So
2: yeah.
1: Ryan. I saw the movie. I enjoyed the movie. Um, agree with a uh, couple of the comments with about Adam Smasher and uh, and Cyclone. Uh, I did read that there were a few other characters from the society that, you know, just a society that they wanted to include but couldn't for one reason or another, such as uh, um, Stargirl, with, but with her having her own show, they didn't want to confuse people, or they weren't allowed to play with that toy or something like, like that, right? Mm. So that's why they brought in a cyclone instead um I, yeah. I really like cyclones like
2: costume design and when she did her attack how everything was like oh, and the, swirly the, the and color. Was, oh yeah yeah, it
1: was really nice
2: mm-hmm. i wish that they had done more with her
1: yes exactly that's one of my you know yes they were there they, they were side characters they got a little yeah. bit could they have done more with them yeah but also the movie is called black adam not just a society hmm <laughs> Um, yeah, how did The Rock do? Eh, you know, he was he was himself. He he acted. You know, he's not gonna win any Oscars for the stuff he's been doing. But uh, you know, Black Adam isn't. You know, he's a man of a few words.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He punches things. He, he 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 makes you obey his rule or you know his way or the highway, right? And that's what we got in this. Um, I enjoyed the twist in the story with uh, of the giving of the powers and all that. That we find out near okay. the end. I
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, wasn't expect. I was not expecting that. Um, I don't have a lot of Black of exposure myself. Most of it is from like New 52 and some Justice Society stuff. And then, yeah, like the cartoons and things like that. So, um, didn't have high, no, no, didn't know what to expect. And, you know, you know yeah, was pleas- pleasantly surprised. You know, yep, yeah, it's a movie, it's worth seeing. It's uh, It's a good DC action movie. You know, the special effects are decent enough. There's a few spots with, uh, with Black Adam that kind of looked a little, you know, where the CGI was like, oh, yeah, so that's CGI. Where it could have used a little bit of, you know, maybe sharpening up or, or cleaning a little bit. But, you know, all in all, it was good.
3: I guess that comes to me. Um, I went into this movie with fairly low expectations. Um, like I thought, it looked alright. I I had a lot of fun during this movie, but at the same time, like it's. I think this is a good starting point. I don't think the movie itself is amazing. Like it's it's like a lot of those first superhero movies from both DC and Marvel. To be honest, is the the villain is like kind of especially when we get to. The end point where he's the the giant demon guy um, is just like eh, whatever. <laughs> like we've seen this guy like a million times before. Nobody's going to be clamoring for this villain to be coming back because there's nothing really that interesting about it. Um, I I did I again like like everybody else has stated I kind of I kind of don't like that they're positioning Hawkman as kind of the Batman of the DCU, because it does two things. One, it doesn't, that's not Hawkman to me. Uh, like, why, do, why does Hawkman need a jet? He's got wings.
1: <laughs> like, only yeah. was a- already a Batman of the DCU, so. Yeah, and, and like, I
3: think the thing is, and we will see how everything ends up shaking out now that there's been like the shakeups with the actual, like management of these films is a lot of this film really screamed that somebody involved with it was not ready to let the Snyderverse version of the DCU go. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in like, well, we don't have a Batman, but we need a Batman. Hawkman's our new Batman. And we need like the, we, we we need Superman in this movie. Well, we don't know if we've got this guy. Ah, we'll figure it out. Like it, like it's.
1: it's well, that was The Rock. Apparently, that was that was well, Johnson, it, who was like he was the one pushing hard for Superman, and yeah. and, and it being and Henry and Cavill. as it
3: as it turns out, both Henry Cavill and uh, The Rock share the same manager. Yeah. So that all, that probably helped work some things out. And like I said, like I don't have anything against Henry Cavill as like Superman. I think he's really good for that part. He just hasn't gotten his Superman like movie yet. You can see glimpses of it in, in everything he's done. but uh like how so let's let's talk about the sequence where he comes in because it also ties in with the complaints that we all have about Amanda Waller. Yeah. is that like she sends a drone in to talk to Black Adam about like you, like you better stay in Kandahar or sorry Kandahar, Kondak Kandak, or you know you step out of line, I've got friends who will put you back in line, and then Superman shows up and it's like why why is Superman listening to Amanda like this yeah yeah well. I'm, like- and again, I felt the same
4: I way the Justice her.
3: Society. Yeah. yeah. And the Justice Society is like, see, here's another, like, this, maybe it's nitpicking and maybe it's not. The whole reason the Justice Society is there, like part of the reason, that Hawkman repeats at nauseum is that yeah. heroes don't kill. Where was he cheering Man of Steel? Cheering <laughs> Justice League? <laughs> during yeah. Man vs. Batman? Like, were they just sitting off the side of like, okay, non-North American heroes don't kill. <laughs> In the United States, uh, we're kind of crazy. Here.
2: That just You just reminded me of the, the end of the movie about how they were like, how, how she sends Superman to talk to him and be like, you stay there like what you were saying. And I'm like, but he's proven himself. He's already said, I'm going to stay here and be the hero of the people. Like he's, they keep trying to make him a villain in this movie where he is not a villain. And they keep trying to make him an anti-hero and you can't see me doing air quotes, but I'm doing air quotes when he's not a traditional hero, but I wouldn't call him an anti-hero either. Other than that, he doesn't play well with others. That doesn't make you an anti-hero. It makes you anti-social. That's different.
1: Mm. <laughs> well, it's the fact that he's not afraid to just willy-nilly keep, kill people. That puts him in that but, anti-hero.
2: But he only kills people who, who, like, bad people. Like, he's not willy-nilly killing civilians. But now he's,
1: he's, but now he's being judge, jury, and executioner.
2: So they all are. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I, I, the other thing I would argue is, like, the in, in like, another way, I think Jen brought this up. If they hadn't had the Amanda Waller part and Superman just show up to say, like, hey, stay in line kind of thing, that would have worked so much better for me.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's what of my, th- my uh, you know, I thought the same thing, you know, it's weird that he showed up right after her. You know that she says all that stuff. He breaks the drone, and then Superman comes floating in, uh, as if he was already standing by. waiting you know, on her order. But what if it was just coincident, you know, coincidental that he decided to go and talk to him after like, he wasn't sent by Amanda Waller, and he he may not even be the alien that she's referring to that she can control or like have mm-hmm. a have a say over, right? To go and keep him in line. Uh, but maybe, and maybe that's why. Maybe he, you know, he's Superman. He maybe he heard her there, and now that's why he's shown up. And he's like, "Hey, we need to talk. You're making, you know, you're making people really nervous. And you know, the last time people were you know, this nervous, and it was because of him."
3: That would make sense, but it doesn't for the pure fact that, like, if that's the case, they did a shit job oh. of explaining that.
1: And I think, you know, and I bet you, anybody that's what they were going for. And yet, like you said, they did a shit job of explaining it. Um, and I bet you, it also has to do with the way that they shot it, because you know Dwayne Johnson, he kept wanting this scene to happen. The original heads of the of the studio were like no because they weren't on board with Henry Cavill because he wouldn't do the other cameos, and he was he finally convinced them. Like, well, let, we'll shoot it, we'll we'll show it to you, we'll test it, and we'll see if it works or not. And then they finally they shot it, they showed it to the new people when they came in charge, and they were like, yeah, don't worry about testing it. Just yeah, it's great. We're going to use it. Let's go with it. So. If you think of it that way, it's easily, if they had said, no, we're not doing this, it could have been cut out.
3: Now, the the other thing that I, I would say, though, is, like, just in, like, you it, maybe it's, again, one of those things, if you think about it too much, you're thinking about it too much. Yeah. But, like, what, really, in terms of Superman showing up, right? Superman shows up, kind of throws a veiled threat at Black Adam. Why would Black Adam care? He doesn't know who this douchebag is. Yeah, but he hasn't yeah. been asleep for 4,000 years. Just some dude in the cape. All good.
1: I wiped the floor with the other four guys who showed up. But he's just one dude. Them. He just said, hey, we need to talk. They're making people nervous He doesn't threaten, he didn't give them any threats
3: Oh, see, I think yeah, it's kind of like a thin fit, uh, Like a thinly veiled threat That's how yeah, so I sort of Kind
1: of, of a, Hey, you know Yeah, you've been asleep for yeah. 400 years And you're really strong and powerful And you're scaring people, let's talk Yeah, see, but what's the talk gonna be? Okay,
2: you're strong and powerful and scary And Black Adam's like, yes, yes I am And Superman's like, you gotta stay in whatever the name of the place is. Conduck. He Conduck. He's like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. He's like, okay, I don't want to see you anywhere else. He's like, I don't plan on going anywhere else. Superman's like, don't take over the world. He's like, I wouldn't even take over my own country when they asked me to. Like, how is he a villain? Why do they need to watch him? I don't get it.
1: Well, that's the thing. <laughs> Superman doesn't know any of this stuff until he has a talk with him. Yeah. That's why he's going to talk to him, to see where he stands and what he's on. When he tells him, yeah, I'm just planning on staying in my own country. I don't care about the rest of this shit." Then he's probably be like, "Okay, oh, yeah, cool." Really? You think that's what they were setting up Superman to be? Okay, cool. <laughs> no, because The Rock wants to have a, a movie where he fights Superman for some reason, yeah. but you know, I can't control to be what the they're the doing. the hero
2: and the villain at the same time, and it's just not working. Yeah.
3: Side note: Every time that uh, condock keeps coming up like when when Kevin says it for whatever reason it now is in the voice of Gilbert Godfrey as the aflac duck, <laughs> <Can> duck.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah um so overall uh thumbs
1: up I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah, good, good action movie. If you want to sit down, eat some popcorn, or don't eat the popcorn, and watch a movie, um, yeah, it's worth it. I didn't pay V X prices for it. I went to no, like, a regular screening.
3: But. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would not pay for like D box or anything for it. I saw but. it
1: in a
4: landmark cinema, which had reclining seats that were very Ooh. very comfortable. And yet I did not fall asleep So check one for the movie There you go
3: <laughs> Which brings us To the end of this Episode but uh, First uh, Do we want to do a patron shout out Or do we want to do geek fix
1: Well if you have the list up do the shout outs
3: I was just bringing it up Yeah <laughs> Uh uh, apparently, I got logged out. I'm logging in. Do, do, do. This is great podcasting. Okay,
1: that's, let's go with the, let's go with geek picks. Then. <laughs> geek picks. I've got a geek pick. <clears throat> How do I? I've got two geek picks. I have read. Uh, actually, my geek picks are two comics, two new comics from this week. Uh, one's the number one, and one's the number two. You better not be stealing my geek pick. I'm not. St- I haven't read your comic. Oh right, I bought it before you can read it. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, my my first geek pick is issue one of Strange Academy Finals. Ooh. So this is continuing on the uh, from the the ongoing of that well, was Strange Academy that finished. So now they're going to be doing some little doing it in chunks of like mini serieses still written by uh, by young um, uh, yeah and uh, drawn by um, Ramos and that um, yeah, picks up where the other series left off we got uh, you know half the students have left the school in protest over the way things are being done uh, you kind of there's a prophecy that was um, spoken about early on in the series and you've kind of got the two people that could be the, the main people on either side of this um, and conflict and uh, yeah it's pretty good our art's good story's decent It's a good one to pick up and then the other one is one of my new uh favorites right now is exterminators so it's an x-men book where the team is um is kitty pride not kitty pride no jubilee boom boom um uh, x-23 wolverine and oh crap what's the fourth one's name uh, uh, oh, um, boom, boom! Uh, Dazzler, Dazzler, yes. So it's it's a team of female X Men that have like explosive energy powers and X twenty three Wolverine, and they've been kidnapped by a cabal of vampires and set into like this game field where they're having hordes of monsters sent after them, and they're fighting for their lives. And you know, they're, uh, the first page of the book is a warning because it's like, eh, it's a little explicit. So there's some violence, there's some language, there's a partial, some partial nudity, and uh, oh, what else? So it, it doesn't really take itself too seriously. Uh, it, it contains graphic violence, drug references, suplexes, partial nudity, and a pervert vampire. Reader discretion is advised. <laughs> So uh, yes, I read the first issue when it came out last month and enjoyed it. And second issue uh, kept up the pace. So those are my geek picks. Find them at a-, a comic book shop near you.
4: Well, I'm going to hop on the comic bandwagon because I'm back on the comic bandwagon, but in a very <laughs> limited capacity. I'm only buying Star Trek comics, and most Star Trek comics these days are limited series. I'm two issues into a lower decks limited series. There's um, a Picard. I'm two issues into a Picard limited series and um, two issues into a Discovery series, which I'm not sure if it's a limited series or not. But anyway, the book I want to talk about is none of those. It is the first issue of the new Star Trek ongoing series that IDW has put out, and it is just called Star Trek. Uh, Now, the interesting thing about this Star Trek book is if you're going to call the book Star Trek, who do you put in it? Well, the first thing you do is you bring back Benjamin Sisko from the Temple of the Prophets. You give him a ship. He goes to see... Uh, Captain Picard to get himself a ship. And who does he crew the ship with? Well, Picard says, you can't take this ship unless you take my recommendation for first officer, so you can have data. He gets Dr. Crusher as his medical officer. The engineer has been working on this ship for 70 years, because it's Scotty. And, um, uh, then there's some... Oh, and, uh, he needs somebody to fly the ship, so why not Tom Paris? Um, so, (laughs) um... He also there's also some new characters too Vulcan and an Andorian and the prophets have sent him on a mission that even they can't stop and uh hel- I would say hilarity ensues but it's not hilarity it is the opposite of hilarity
1: the seriousness <laughs> ensues
4: yes and it is a it is a situation the likes of which have never been seen before in the galaxy uh oh which involves some old adversaries and maybe some new ones too so um the book is written by colin kelly and jackson lansing and the art is by ramon rosanis and like i said it's part of idw's star trek line and i am really looking forward to seeing where this goes so
2: yeah star trek number one from idw comics
3: all Jen.
2: I couldn't really think of a geek pick, so uh, I'm just going to tell everybody that The Sims 4 base game is free now. Woohoo!
0: Woo! Yay. So if you
2: have, I think it's free on everything. So if you have PC or if you have a console that plays it, um, you can download The Sims 4 base game for free and play it. Ooh. Um, and it is super fun, and I sucked many, 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 many hours of my life. Uh <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, everybody download The Sims 4. That's that's my geek pick, is play The Sims 4 base game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go uh, the comic book route a little bit and uh, go with a book that uh, the latest issue came out this week, and I am really digging this book, and that is Amazing Spider-Man from Marvel Comics, written by Zeb Wells, drawn by John Romita Jr., Oh, it's so a, Is this good. an
1: independent book? I don't think I've ever heard of this book before. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it's not a,
3: really a book that needs pimping out, but it's it's really good. Like I, I've been off and on Spidey for years, but I, I'm really liking this run. Um, the current storyline involves the Hobgoblin, and who is the Hobgoblin? Because there's a couple people that might be wearing the mask. And it's just, it's, it's good. And it's weird because like the first issue, I like the story, but I did not like the, the art, which is done by John Romita Jr. But he seems to like by issue two or three, he dialed it back and it worked. So yeah, it's, it's a great read. And honestly, uh, if you're looking to get into Spider-Man, it's it's an easy hop on point right now. So (laughs) amazing Spider-Man from Marvel Comics.
4: I I want to read it. Never heard of it.
1: (laughs) I've got 500 issues of it.
4: (laughs)
3: Next week or next episode. But Um, first patrons. Yes. Because I have the list up in front of me now. Alrighty, So if you would like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com slash truenorthnerds, or just go to truenorthnerds.com and follow the link from there. Um, it's just uh, basically you're uh, donating couple bucks a month to help us out and there is going to be some extra content but not a heck of a lot it's just all sort of as one of us has time to do something a little bit but uh we thank you very much and if you if you don't want to join the Patreon, un, completely understandable. It, you what you can do is just share us anytime we put out an episode, or you know like uh, just rate us high on uh, the, your podcast of choice. That that also helps. So, as for the people, the Patreon shout-outs, we have: Drew Parent. We have Karina. We have Rhino Vision who got a Galactus this week, and I'm so jealous because <laughs> yes. I really wanted one, but I had no place to put it. And the picture of the box beside his son proved that I had no place to put it. Wow. His son is just a little bit bigger than the box. <laughs> um alex james team woods who is also the uh the fun people behind truenorthnerds.com so we give them a little bit of extra thanks for that mm-hmm. mike hammond gavin and rex who uh fortunately unfortunately uh rex is moving out of our part of town in the near future uh he has been a great friend to the show and will continue to be just not in the General Barry area. It, It'll but,
4: take a four uh, hour drive to go to a movie with him, let's just say that.
1: Yes. Yeah. And, but his house uh, is for sale, and if you're looking to buy a house, he's got a nice house for sale. Yep. Yeah, yeah, go buy does, his house. It does
3: not come with the droids though. No.
1: Or, or the Dallas Pitball <laughs> Machine.
3: Or
4: the or yeah. the turtle.
3: Man, I want to live at Rex's house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: your house is full of cool shit too, Brent No, I know, but
3: I don't have a pinball machine <laughs> Not yet, anyways
2: Or um, a Johnny Five
3: Or a
4: Johnny <laughs> f- Rub it in, Jen All back
1: Go <laughs> so to um, a 3D printer and 3D print your own Johnny Five over time There you go Yeah, so
3: uh, Rex and his his entire family are, are listeners I don't know how much the the rest of the family wants to be named, so I will just leave it. That. Like we we will miss them being in our area, but I'm sure we will keep in contact because they are cool people. Right. <laughs> us. Just... Next episode, oh, Black Panther. Would we be in Black Panther
4: range next
3: episode? No, we're still or... three no. weeks
1: out from Black. Still Panther. three weeks out. Um, uh, um, we get...
4: Andor. We should probably talk about Andor some.
1: And Tales of the Jedi that dropped this week.
3: Yeah, yeah, watch that. Jen and I have to catch up on uh, Andor a bit too.
2: So there was a municipal election this week, and I work in the municipal government. And the past three weeks have just been crap. Like I've put in a couple fifteen hour days. I'm so glad the election's over. So that's I, why I have got. have
4: to catch up on a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I sat down to watch Andor last night, and I was 20 minutes in, and Pop, pop the power went off. Oh. Uh, so I have to catch the end of that yet.
3: The nice thing is, that is the one one of those things that we can be thankful about streaming for.
2: Yes.
4: Is in
3: the old days, you would have to wait for it to be re-ran.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, months later.
3: Yeah. <laughs> now you just like pop it back on and not only can you like watch the episode you can completely and utterly like go to where you left off
4: yeah Mm -hmm. and i have just learned that there was a post-credits scene in the newest episode of lower decks uh which is the season finale of lower decks so i need to go back and catch the end of that too
1: same here i didn't see that oh interesting okay hmm And you were right, that was a good episode
4: Yes (laughs) We need to talk some Star Trek soon Because the series just wrapped up Yep Yep.
3: So on that note Next episode, a lot to talk about apparently
4: have all kinds of options Excellent
3: (laughs) Until then uh, Do I keep going with Last week's catchphrase?
0: Yes, keep it up, keep it up
3: Go for it. So until next episode, Obama's (laughs) day. Home.
0: (laughs) Set your phasers to sexy.
2: Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True North Nerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us.